Hello and welcome. Scare track. Scare track. Scare track podcast. Welcome to the Scare Track podcast, the UK's first podcast dedicated to the scare attraction and haunted house industry. However, please be advised that we have no censor. The language used may be of an explicit nature and is not intended for younger listeners or the easily offended. All views expressed are those of the individual host and do not necessarily reflect those of ScareTrack, our guests or any of our associates. So, if you're still here, let's get scared. So this is where our adventure begins. Oh my god! Faith Monroe is screaming. Spoiler alert, freaking awesome. <laughs> quality of the set was amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of the Scare Track Podcast. My name is Mikey and today's episode is a discussion review episode of No Escape in London, the awesome escape rooms. We've got Dan and Jess from UK Haunters, our a fantastic London-based guest host, coming back onto the Scare Track Podcast to talk about four more rooms. That's right, we've got a whole bumper episode they're going to be discussing with very, very, very minimal spoilers um, the uh, four more escape rooms by No Escape London. We're going to be checking out The Dentist, The Demon Barber, Prison Breakout, and their newest room, they were lucky enough to beta test this, The Darkest Hour, all about World War Two. So let's get straight to it. Let's take you to the interview I had with Dan and Jess from UK Haunters, all about No Escape London. Hi folks and welcome back to this episode of the Scare Trap Podcast. Like I said in the intro, I am joined once again by our guest hosts, Dan and Jess from UK Haunters. How's it going, guys? All good, man, all good. Good, good. I'm glad it's all good. And you've had a very, very busy couple of weeks. What have you been up to? We have been on a was it a should we go tour? Yeah, let's put a tour. A, a tour of no escape London escape rooms. Absolutely. Now, we've already covered uh, a couple of episodes, uh, a couple of rooms on the Scaredrop podcast. So if you want to head back in the archives and check out the last few episodes from No Escape London, we had The Butcher and The Haunted Toy Store as well. And, and you guys were buzzing over The Haunted Toy Store, weren't you? Oh, yeah, I loved that one. I loved it. Yeah, we need to definitely get down there and check it out ourselves. But uh, you've done four more. Uh, so what we thought we'd do is just basically let's do a full deep uh, review of these attractions, these escape rooms. Uh, again, there were, it's going to be similar to the other ones. Like it, We're not going to give spoilers as such, uh, but there'll be some... We'll be discussing some of the themes and some of what happens within the room without giving the whole game away, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, which one do we want to go through first? So you've uh, to go through you've done a chronological. Yeah. Right. All we did more. It, this kicked off with we got very kindly asked to beta test the darkest hour. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Which was pretty cool. And um, that was that's a new one in Brixton, which is in the back of the pub. It's actually in the back of the pub that we're in charge of drinking. It's Ephra Social. Oh. Ephra Social. Yeah, Sweet. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds like a social dynamic, doesn't it? Sweet, and this is their, so this is their newest social. room, so you were checking it out for them. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were baiting testing it. It was, it was quite cool. So every now and then, if we struggle with someone, the host would quickly nip in and go, 
fiddle, like, fiddle with something to make sure it's working properly and then and tore off again. Because we weren't doing it properly. Because we weren't doing it properly. <laughs> <laughs> and what was uh, again because we don't want to give away too much of these rooms and such but so what was the the theme in like in this what sort of uh, give an example of the sort of things you'd see in the room and what what kind of feel it had well the story was there's was it the nazis or was it not specifically not to mention specific. it was world war Two. So it would have been the Nazis. But they didn't specifically use the word Nazis. Yeah. Um, essentially, the enemy has has planted a dirty bomb and we have to find it and defuse it, is, right. is the, the basic premise of it. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, spoiler alert, did you complete this one? We did. Nice, we did. okay. We, we, we... we actually set a record uh, on the day. Fair play. How quick did you get it done? We had ten minutes to spell. Yeah, we someone smashed it half an hour afterwards. But you know, we. But still, still, we like. Group of five. They did two. have a group five. We're group two. Yeah. See, there we go. Exactly. That's what people are forgetting. The fact that you've got, you know, you've got a quite good ratio of wins to losses, and every time, or most times, it has only been you two compared to some groups of six, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, so yeah, no, we, we did. We did well. We did well. Not bad going at all. Um. You, your two minds together definitely work better in escape rooms than mine and Hannah's two minds. Um, <laughs> and we're actually doing an escape room up um, up here. I say up here, it's in Burton. Um, so about an hour and a bit away from me. Uh, we're doing it with a, a couple who have never, ever done an escape room before. So we're just going to show them how you should shout at each other. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, okay. So tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the Darkest Hour. Um it what was it very um like we said was it very practical was it very not math yeah. but sort of was it very physical was it more mental math that sort of thing it was far more practical i would say far more hands on and it has a really cool bit towards the end which is it's quite cinematic Okay. Um, which was really cool, and you will argue with your teammates who gets to do it, and Dan won the argument, and he got to do that part. Oh, um, okay. And if you do this room, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I'm sure you'll have the same argument. Uh, it kind of makes it's... me want to do it now, just to see one what know... it is, and two who would get to do it. Cause it'd probably be Hannah. Let's be honest. <laughs> like you know, in the Evil Dead room, did we talk about the end of it? We we didn't give it away, but I suppose okay. I suppose we can give it away on this one because. Anyone wanting to listen to that episode and not get the spoilers knows not to, you know. If we give everyone a big spoiler warning now, not about any of the No Escape Rooms, this is about the uh, Evil Dead 2 room in Seattle by Hourglass Escapes. Big warning coming up. Dan, take it away. Also, it's not really that much of a spoiler. (laughs) If you've seen the film... You've got to expect it. You know what's happening. Yeah. But essentially, it's like if if we were in the room, we'd have gone right. Who who would stab the book with a dagger? It's that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like it's like the big ending to it. It's quite you know very cinematic, very hands on. You when you feel like you're in the film, you do it. It's, it's, there's a bit at the end of this which is very much that sort of thing. Okay. I mean, I was fully sweating by the end of this. Oh, wow. Like after I was like, oh my god, I am sweaty. I am shaky. This is amazing. There was also one of the biggest non-jump scare jump scares I've ever had. Because <laughs> something happened and I just shrieked. 
Yeah. And they were like, that's not a jump scare. And I said, that that is a jump scare. It, it's, it's not meant to be, but that is. But it worked. Nice. See, even it, in World War Two, like the darkest hour escape room, you can find a good scare, Dan. Yeah, you can find a good scare. I mean, yeah, as Jess said, it was it was super hands-on. There was some there was some slightly more mathematical bits. There was there was a bit of a typewriter which drove Jess up the wall. Um, well, it, it's a typewriter, and for those that don't know, Dan's dyslexic, and I'm impatient. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's deciphering jumbled up letters, and me having to sit patiently and type them was, um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm did you have you? So, oh wait, I have these conversations with my mate when I'm talking about non-horror films. For non-horror, it was really good, and that's the way. That's what I can't feel about this room. Yeah. It's, I, you know. I like the horror scene. It's the theming's a huge thing for me, mm. and it wasn't a horror scene, but it was still very good. So that means if you're not a complete horror nut and like escape rooms, this just will be fucking awesome. Yeah, oh sweet man. Yeah, it sounds good. And this one is at their, um, which room is this at? Is it? Oh, it's in Brixton. It's in Brixton. It's in the back of the back of Wisden Churchill pub. Awesome, sweet. Was this? Um, uh, the first time you did their rooms at Brixton, the other ones were in Allgate, weren't they? Yes, th- this is their only room in Brixton, um, right. and it is specifically because it is a World War Two themed escape, specifically mm-hmm. in the pub that Winston Churchill used to drink in himself. So there's like a historical tie there, and I, I actually genuinely think that the pub really does add to it because yeah. afterwards. We sat there drinking Jack Daniel straight, talking about you know the war. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you really you, you went into a like a proper period drama about it, nice. <laughs> I'm saying it is quite cool because the the other rooms that we went to, there's not much chill space like the yeah. haunted toy room, our toy store, and the butcher. That's all that's in that location. And then when you're out, you kind of got to go find somewhere to chill out. Right. And it's the same with the. Demon Barber and the Butcher. It was in Oxford Circus. Was there's dentist. a dentist? There's a lot around there, but still, there's not anything. But that was quite nice. When you come out, it's just a pub there. Yeah. So if you fancy just coming out and have a drink and chilling out, you can. So it's actually very well placed. Yeah. yeah. It is, and it is nice to to be able to sort of reminisce about it as well afterwards, isn't it? Like we yeah. when me and Hannah went to um we went to uh, Escape Hunt in Birmingham to do their Doctor Who room. Um, and again, there's a moment in that we told listeners in it anyway. But when you find the uh, sonic screwdriver, as a bit like what you were saying earlier, of like who gets to hold the sonic screwdriver, <laughs> and it was me. It was definitely me. Um, yeah, I loved holding the sonic screwdriver. Um, so yeah, uh, but that's it with escape rooms, isn't it? Some people got to do one thing, some people got to do something else. But um, when it comes to having a drink afterwards, it is quite nice that they had a bar there, um, and you can have a drink, you can take a few photos, you can have a chat about it. And although you can do that at any random bar on the street, it is quite cool to just stay where the escape room is. So I guess that that pub's kind of perfect, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, and it, and it's right at the back as well, so you kind of feel like you're you're doing something a bit sneaky as well. Yeah, like you ah. play a secret kind of bunker type situation. It's it's really quite cool. Awesome! No, it sounds great. And uh, and is that available? Are, are tickets available for that now? Is it? Um... I think so. They are. I believe they're available to book now. Perfect. 
and this one was again it's two to six players uh five stars on difficulty so it's classed as a pretty difficult one so fair play getting out with the 10 minutes to spare um, they might have upped it because we were beta testing it good point yeah it's true yeah it was was quite funny we um the guy came in at one point because we were stuck he's like, oh you you know just show us we we're doing something wrong we're doing something right but like, oh hang on there's meant to be something here and he, he pulled something open shut it again looked around from other things oh no there it is uh, someone didn't put it back right because obviously they're bait testing it mm-hmm. and one of the things he pulled open we hadn't actually found oh, so he okay. played it really cool and as soon as he left the room walked over to it was like oh <laughs> look what we've just found how magic <laughs> Without that, maybe wouldn't have escaped as quickly. Yeah. Good point. Good point. That was as a pretty, as a pretty decent clue. That one, isn't it? But you know, I'll, I'll take luck of the gods. Yeah, still, oh, yeah. a win, still a win. Everything happens for the reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Technical knockouts are still a knockout, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it does, however, say that fear factor is zero. Would you disagree with that, Dan? Uh, apart from the jump scare. Apart from, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it's, um, it's not a jump scare. Mm. It's just something goes clank, right, right, very loudly. And if you're not expecting it, it did. I, mean, I jumped and shrieked. And apparently, it's quite common for people to jump yeah. and shriek. Right. So it's not scary at all. It's it's, it's more. It, it's very suspenseful. Yeah, it's a lot okay. of suspense. It's, a, it's essentially if if it was a film, a class, it's a thriller. Okay, nice, sweet, sweet, but awesome. This one bit did just yeah. It's just like it's amazing. You know, like in, in haunts, you get drop windows. Yeah, yeah. That sort of effect. It wasn't okay. a drop window, but it's that sort of thing that makes you jump. And I get that. It was not fucking expensive. Yeah, that would have shit me up because drop windows get me every time. Yeah. I think the guy actually made... Did he make a jump when he said we'd be past? Yeah, because they kept... Cause yeah, they came by and yeah. passed! Ah! <laughs> Fair play. So well, he just knows you like a scare then. Yeah. Must do, yeah. must do. Um Exactly. Yeah, know your target market. Um, awesome. So, uh, so that's the Darkest Tower uh, in Brixton, uh, brand new escape game from No Escape London. Also, it's worth no- noting if you do want to go to the bar afterwards, uh, they do ask you to head to the bar's website so you can make a reservation on there as well. Uh, that's at efrasocial.co.uk. So you can check that out on the No Escape London website as well. No Escape London.co.uk. Um, awesome. Uh, what room was next, guys? Um, the dentist. The dentist. The escape. The prison escape. Prison escape. So a prison breakout in Holloway. Prison, prison breakout. breakout. Which the spiritual sequel to that, which was the serial killer, was the first escape room we ever did. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's just before lockdown. Because I remember we went into the Tesco's looking for toilet paper. Yeah. And um, and yeah, essentially we were just. We just wanted to try a horror-based haunt because we wanted haunts outside of Halloween season. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, so that's, and then we went into that. We booked horror escapes, and then the, the lockdown happened. Mm. So yeah, oh, but, okay. but the um, yeah, so we did that one. It was cool. Cool. Uh, uh, again, so this one is uh, what is it, about the killer. This was no. This sorry, was I'm looking breakout. at the separate one breakout. that they've got down there. Sorry. Breakout. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. So and so your it says here that your boss was recently sent to prison with the help of an internal post officer. He sent you an important message. You and your team will have to break him out of Hornsey Underground Prison. Okay, so it's a little bit different. You've got to break someone out, basically. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And again, this one's difficulty is uh, five stars between two to six players, but it's suitable for age uh, ten plus. 
so again, I, I always like to go theming wise here. What, did it feel like you were in like a prison or were you in an office or a jail? Yeah, what, what, I mean, it was. It was more office than prison because mm. there was only one prison door. Right. But you were more booting around the offices. But I mean, they look like offices. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So it worked. Um, it, it worked for the sort of style that they, the story they were given. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, this, I mean, this, we found this one very hard. I mean, we did it. Okay, so you completed this one. Fuck me, did we have a lot of hints? Right. Yeah, we had a lot of hints, and I think with this one, it just seemed to be, again, a, a little more. There was there was a maths question which fucked us up because Dan and I can't do maths. <laughs> And we don't read the question properly, so we start doing the maths and then shout at each other because neither of us can figure out how many days are in certain months. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and before you know it, I'm stamping my feet and Dan's counting on his fingers. <laughs> that sounds like what we're doing, to be fair, though. You've got to count on your fingers. Um, you right. definitely fingers help. But in our defence, the guy, when I when the, the when we completed, the guy's like, completed, I was like, yeah, we need a lot of hints in. There, there have been bigger groups who've had all those hints and more and still not done it. Yeah. So there we go. it's still a win. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll take that. Take I wasn't going to take that. I thought we had too many, but they're like, look, the, the hints we give you, hints we're allowed to. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, and how do they win. how do they give the hints in this room? Was it similar to... Cause I remember in The Butcher, you sort of got them on a screen, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So this one, it was the same, and every time you needed a hint, there was a little bell and ding. Okay. And it helped you. Um, I, I don't know what it was about the butchers because I, I wasn't too pleased about the way the butchers' clues were given. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it just comes down to the fact that we was in a group of four people, mm-hmm. and whereas when it's just Dan and I were both actively looking at the uh, the board. And right. I, I don't know because it felt like this time it seemed a lot more as so on it when we they, they, he was very attentive to when we were stuck right yeah i see i see you felt like it it guided you better in this one yeah, yeah. even though i mean it was there there were i, I thought we were going to lose it got mm. to like 6 minutes like no, yeah do you know what this bastard does mikey <laughs> it gets to 6 minutes and i say to him i'm in the middle of trying to figure this clue out and i'm like how much longer have we got is like, we've only got 2 minutes left babe <laughs> and i'm like fuck and i'm like, and sped her up there, didn't they I call that tactical. I would say yeah. it's definitely tactical. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah. you got you out. Yeah, I mean, we did it. With, we did yeah. it. We did it. Two minutes to spare. But I'm literally it, this one was a lot trickier. A hell of a lot worse. Like we typed in the password, and then asked for another password, and another password, another password. And you just like just piss off. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> It's not our sort. I mean, but that's the thing. I mean, I we're very handsy, handsy which is why we like the horror stuff. Because a lot of the horror stuff is more tactical. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know, it was good. It just, it's the theming wasn't as there for us, mm-hmm. and the style of clues. I, don't know. I really like. I, I can't say it without the spoiler, but the um, I'm, I'm doing a motion. I, you can't. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you mean. That's it. I yeah. Really yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's just it wasn't. It wasn't horror, yeah, it wasn't. It was more, a fanatic horror. Film. Well, no, it wasn't. One, the um, this would be out of all of the ones I've done for No Escape. I think this is my least favorite. Mm. 
Mm. Okay, that's fair enough. Though. That's fair enough. And again, like you say, it's uh, you. These uh, different escape rooms—they're like different types of haunts as well. There's different styles, isn't there? And different, yeah. different themes and different stories and uh, different ways to make you win. Like the the most recent one I did, like I said, I keep referring back to that because the last one I did was very much more skill based and physical stuff, and um, there was no not much maths or anything like that in whereas some of them like this one is more is more in your head rather than physically and and skillful doing things as well yeah and it's yeah as like i said like one time i asked for like three passwords in a row and you're like i'll pack it in yeah. that's if that's not us you know what i mean yeah that's no not i get our that. sort of things so it wasn't it was bad it wasn't us yeah yeah i think it, we're quite used to i think we've become quite used to one and done clues yeah right. so uh what are they called? Disposable clues. Every clue is once you've used it, it's done. Whereas there's a lot of it relates back to other bits and pieces. Oh, okay, okay. I guess that's why so, it's more so of a five-star difficult one, and then as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say. I mean, this was very difficult. Um, this is damn. Yeah, we passed it, but it was it was definitely very difficult. Touch and go. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Because I mean. I know there's a, there's a few, um, a Brit of an escape artist. She uh, does so many escape rooms and she's got out some of them within like 20 minutes. She's, she's a machine. Uh, go and check out her, 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 um, Instagram and her Facebook and whatnot guys. But, um, she, um, she, a game like this with it being so difficult and a task within a task within a task is something that someone like her uh, may may thrive off do you know what i mean because they're so yeah, good at them and things like that so like you say it's all it's all different target markets isn't it but it's like because when we see an escape room and it's like pass rate 20 percent, i just go i'm not going to bother because it just i mean it's just too difficult i'm not up for I don't do escape rooms to challenge myself with difficulty i go to escape rooms they're fun yeah yeah i get that yeah so I mean, so but there, there are people who do. So for those people, the ones like this are a lot better. Mm. Oh yeah, because they might not want anything. So they want to do it all themselves, and it, you know, you've got to cater to everyone, not just the. But that's a good thing about the no escape stuff. I mean, there's, there's quite a range. Mm. What you've yeah. been to so far. Yeah, well, that's good as well, isn't it? It means that you can try a little bit of everything. And again, if you've tried one, but it, I mean, I know you enjoyed the butcher, but you were blown away by the haunted toy store. It's it's yeah. it's yeah. It's different styles of different people, I guess, isn't it? But um, but yeah. you'd still recommend it, you know, for people who may be more like like the the mental side of an escape room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's not one I wouldn't recommend. It's mm-hmm. just depends what you like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sweet. So someone's like, like, I like more of the mental challenges, and so yeah, man, this one's definitely for you. Yeah. And if you know how many days are in a month, you're gonna win it. Yeah, there's always that. Mum goes. My mum always says, "Oh, it's simple. It's there's that rhyme. Thirty days has November." and i forget the rest so i don't bloody know how many fucking days each month has. I have no idea. I know that February has twenty eight, unless it's a leap year. That's about all yeah. I know. The others, it's either 30 or 31, take your guess. Oh, and October has 31, I know. Of course, yeah, of course, October has 31. And so does January. Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. It's 30 days have September, so I, 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 April, it's June, and November. All the rest have stupid. Why just 31 except for 29 it's a fucking makes sense because life's weird it is it is odd why it did is. why who who invented the leap year who 
Who who figured that out? Bastard, that's yeah. it. Why? Yeah, surely it should just have a year. Yeah. But also as well, we are the the kind of people that get shocked every single year. Now, don't get me wrong. It, it's happened to me 32 lifetimes, uh, 32 times in my life. But when the clocks go back, gosh, it's still light. Oh, how light is it at this time? Oh, my da- Why is it still so light? Or when the clocks go forward, gosh, it's dark early now, isn't it? Oh, God, I, I didn't realise how dark. You forget how dark it is. Like... It's happened 32 times in my lifetime. Like, why are we still so surprised when it happens? True. Very true. Bizarre. Bizarre. Um, yeah. But as soon as those clocks go go forwards for Halloween, we'll all be very excited. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Right. Uh, let's get on to... Uh, let's get on to it. I thought then, what was, what was next up on your... We're at the halfway point now, so what was third? Dentist. Awesome. So that's the dentist at Oxford Street. Fun facts about this one, mm-hmm. it actually used to be a dentist. Well, that's yeah, not terrifying. So the games the... master was telling us, but the dentist just upped and left one day and left everything behind. That sounds like something le- illegal's afoot. Right? Like, <laughs> that sounds very much like the story behind the room. It, this sounds like some Sweeney Todd stuff, but for teeth. No, that's the room below. Yeah. Okay. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, give us a little bit of a rundown on the on the dentist. Right. This one, we failed. Right. But we that's failed. okay. It's a, it's a, it's allowed. No, it's allowed. Sorry, it's not okay, okay Mikey. Right. It's... It is not okay <laughs> in the scientist. Look, if you because so far, you know what? we had it and we had it written down, oh. and Daniel on his fucking fat fingers pressed the button and wiped the key. Johnny, is is. There was there were two things that screwed. I mean, I, I honestly, I still say we could have done this one. Mm-hmm. Please, civility, my love. <laughs> there were two points that buggered us up completely. One was we had to figure out a word code. We got it. I suddenly went ah because we. I suddenly clicked on something else we were meant to figure out. The stretch distracted Jess from putting in the word code and then as we were sorting out the other one you've got one of those tablets where you write on it and you press a button and it goes you can write on it again almost like um those old things you had as a kid that had like the, like the extra sketch type like the extra sketch things but they're a lot cheaper the extra sketch that'll do it's like an extra sketch type thing we used to write on the the bit of gray paper and you used to mark it and then you could wipe it clean so that basic techno version of that and because mm-hmm. Jess got distracted from the word and I wiped it, we were then, what the fuck was the word? And then we completely forgot how we figured it out because that one, the answer, even though we got it very, very quickly, we forgot where it was. And because it's slightly out of the way, we couldn't get back to it. Right. And the other point, there was a sort of a number system code. Mm-hmm. And once the person explained it to us, I realised it's a one of the few times, well, possibly the only time in an escape room that me and Jess had such bad communication. Because I was going, Jess, blah, 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 blah. Jess was going, no, blah, blah. What we were saying to each other wasn't translating. And I suddenly went, oh, I uh, get it now. Right, so okay. so even though we failed, it could be done in a, a group of two. There was a two points. That we, and the, the second one, the... The code one, I mean, it took us 
10, 15 minutes were stuck in there. I mean, we really yeah. did bugger us up. So even though we failed it, you could do it in a group of two, I think, quite easily. You've just got to have your... your just the wits about you sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I agree with you. It's, I mean, as much as it pains me to say that we failed one, um, and it does, it cuts me deep, <laughs> but it, it, it was a good... I mean, the theming on this one, I wasn't as keen on because I work in a dentist. <laughs> yeah. So probably... it was... I felt like I was back at work, which I mean <laughs> means that they're doing a fantastic job because I felt like I was back at work. <laughs> but the, the, the theming was incredible, and going up to the escape room itself, mm. so just to enter the building, the door is done like a dentist door with the doctor's name on the door. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. And it was great. So you're knocking on a dentist. You're not knocking on an escape room door. You're knocking on a dentist door just to get into the waiting area. That is which, cool. Which again is done like a dentist waiting room. Yeah, that's cool. That sounds great. It's basically just it is. extended I mean, the theming, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I I love this one because the, the the basically it's the dentist is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. So this is another horror based one. I didn't know it was horror based as horror based as it would be. I don't want to say any more than that, mm-hmm. but it, it it does get a lot more horror based than I thought it would be. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. The only down point I had against this room was there was some things which were red herrings which annoy me because it's like come on. This confusing enough as it is. Yeah. Don't put red herring stuff on there. Because <laughs> I spent I spent a good while trying to figure something out. Um, me just like this has to be a red herring. This amazing, and it was. It had nothing to do with anything. Um, but yeah, but it's it really good. Yeah. I was really, really good, really tactile. There's one, there's one point. Uh, I can't tell that spoiler. But um, yeah, there are there are certain scary bits, and Jess was like, "This is gonna be a scary bit, Dan. You do it." And I was like, <laughs> "So it was." Um, but yeah, but there was there. Was, the, the ways of solving them were really clever. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one, I, mean, I love this one. Even though we, we didn't make it, I really enjoyed it. I think the ways of figuring out was good. Right. Um, the, the, the clues, the, the way it turned makes it more horror was good. Um, it, it was, it was, I would so recommend this one. This is on, on the no escape list. Um, this is up there. Okay, I think. sweet, and and this one as well. It, like you're saying, it being a little bit more horror, and probably why you you guys enjoyed it a bit more as well is that it's got a fear factor of three as well. Um, it is a five star difficulty as well, so it is one of their hardest ones. Um, but no, the fact this room out of all of them probably has the most amount of um, like tasks. Not- yeah, tasks that you have to do. Yeah, but still, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this was anywhere near as as hard as the breakout one. Really? Yeah. I did, 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 no. No, not in the slide. This we we got. St- we had very few hints. We did have hints, um, but we had very few of them. But it was literally if it wasn't for those two things, we got one was a complete screw up. And I, I mean, it was literally like a press the button bugger. What? What? And then forgot about it. I think we'd have failed on that alone mm. because a lot of it's not very linear. You don't have to do something to do something to do something for a lot of them. Yeah. Right. Um, there's like three or four clues you could open at any time if you got it. Okay. okay. And we, we completely threw And because what we do is because these clues were one and done, once we'd figured it out, we put the sheet away that gave us the answer and then wouldn't have looked at it again. So for that, that one, we would have failed on already because it, mm. it, it just popped out of our heads the other one 
was just bad communication. As soon as you realised what it was, like, all right, we suddenly realised what each other was saying and how we were screwing it up in the translation because one person was saying this, now the person's looking, and it's basically... This was the running to... It was a lot... It wasn't even that. It was a loss in translation of what we're trying to say to each other. So if we'd have got those two, which were completely doable, if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for the loss of translation and not wiping the word, we'd have done it with 10 minutes to spare. So I don't don't see... It, there was a lot to do, but I still think without those two fluff-ups, mm. it'd, it'd be very doable for Group 2. Very doable. And this and this one, you are allowed uh, up to eight players as well, whereas the other ones are six, aren't they? So you can actually... I um, think one eight players would work. Yeah. Right. Because there are... And because it's not linear as well, you can all be running around trying to solve a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that was a bit... I keep comparing it back to my last one, but... Um, that was like mine and Hannah's one with the Doctor Who. It was, I did something while she did something else. So although that's cool because it, it means that you're kind of working as a team, but individually getting the room done. Um, it's it, there's pros and cons in there. It's like Hannah, I would have might have enjoyed doing the bit that Hannah just did, or, or vice versa. Yeah. But also as well, it's cool because there was games that I was like, Hannah, I can't do this you need to do it for me because I'm going to throw it out a window. Or she's like doing the same, like, I can't do this, Mikey, do it for me because I can't look at it anymore. So, it, and again, with eight players as well, that that would obviously help your chances, like eightfold. But um, but still, the fact that there's lots of different stuff to be able to do, it's not exactly linear, just means that it could be more of a more of a free-for-all, I guess. In all fair, I, I think eight would do my nine. That's a lot, isn't it, eight? That's a lot of people to shout at. I mean, four... If you split up into two groups, I, th- I think that's very doable. Mm-hmm. But eight, oh, I don't know. But then I suppose it depends what dynamic you're working. Because I said we generally do these just the two of us. Yeah, well, it's every t- every time. Well, nearly every time it's been just you two, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's well, it's still fair play though. You know, like you say, it because you saw something as well. If you, I mean, if you did it again, that would be cheating because you already know how to do it. But if um if this was an alternate universe, you reckon that you would have had a better chance? Yeah. If all, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think we'd have not, we would have done it within 10 minutes to spare. If it wasn't for that, because literally when I clicked something, Jess was already putting in the code. And going, aha, she went, what? It just went out of her head. Mm. And then so it, literally, if I'd have got that 10 seconds later, that lock would have been opened. Yeah. Then there'd have only been one lock. Then there'd have been one, you know what I mean? There'd been, two things we'd say. I think we were like on the last lock or last two locks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. About those two little things. It's so don't look don't let the the height of the, the difficulty factor put you off. There's only two of you. It is very doable. It's doable. Yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Sweet. So uh dentist uh one of your faves, Dan. Yeah. yeah. I think this I think this is my second favourite. Okay. After toy the toy haunted toy store. Yeah. What about you, Jess? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just bitter against it because I lost. <laughs> Fair enough. You should have seen the anger. <laughs> like, she was red. And I was like, we, we failed. I mean, fuck it. We failed. I no. Think. No, it's not good enough. Well, it, it has to be. <laughs> you, know, you know, I cannot lose. I am a terrible loser. Well, let, let's hopefully end this on a high because the yeah. last one uh, you've done, which means you've done nearly all their... Have you done all of them now? Done all of them now. Yeah. Crikey. So um, the next one is the the Demon 
uh, was it the Demon Barber of Oxford Street? Yep. Sweeney Todd. Sweet. So this one's got to be pretty horror themed, right? Uh, uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely era themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I love the theming of this. I think this was my favourite theming of all of their. Oh, okay. I thought it was quite funny. There was. I'm trying to word it without giving away spoilers. But there was the bit where I found something and was like, aha, I found this. And just like, Dan, I'm sure that's not going to happen right now. Obviously, I'm six foot four, mm-hmm. so I can get to places normal people can't. I don't see myself as six foot four, so if I can reach something, I assume you're just meant to be able to reach it. And Jess was like, Dan, I don't think you're meant to reach that. And I yanked something, which did something. No, no. It was Jess saying, Dan, don't do this. Daniel, you're not... Dan, we shouldn't... Dan, no, Dan, no. Which is right. exactly what I said, but not translated into wife. Which so, still so I angry. did it, mm-hmm. and it opened something. I said, see, I told you, and this little note, because how they do this, they give you notes under the door. This little note was like, you're not, you're not meant to have done that bit. Don't <laughs> skip it. I was like, well... So don't just get your lanky husband to, to pull things that he shouldn't pull. Lanky husband. Lanky husband. Hannah has a go at me because we did a mini escape room once and I spent, like, it was like a escape the room within five minutes and I spent about three and a half minutes trying to open up a fuse box. And wow. I think I've said it before, but the fuse box didn't get us out. <laughs> and it was high, that, but I tried it. The thing is that this was meant to get us out. It's just... Not... I could reach it yeah. when it was meant to. Because you're meant to do something, then something's meant to happen so you can reach it. And I could reach it anywhere. So I, like, I can just reach it. Just like, Dan, it's not no, not everyone's 6-4. Yeah, you, you cheated the game, one... Dan. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> it's one of those things that before you go in a room, like, there's no need to force anything. I didn't either. force it. I could <laughs> reach it. Are we have See what I mean? Escape rooms just sometimes bring the best or the worst out in couples. Like, have you? Is this the first time you two have spoke since, like, like not doing it, the dentist? No, I'm still <laughs> holding a grudge. Well, no, in all fairness, we we, we smashed this one. We've seventy minutes to spare. Yeah, seventeen minutes to spare. Crikey! So, I mean, so you did this within like forty something minutes. That's not bad. Is that your fast? Is that your fastest ever escape room like win? Yeah, I, I think, think it so. might be. Yeah, yeah, we gen- we genuinely get between two and ten. So yeah, fuck me, it's the fastest one. Yeah, yeah. Wow, nice. And do they have other? Do they? You mentioned earlier. Obviously, it was the new one with the World War Two one. You, you sort of for a bit. You had the, yeah, uh, you had the fastest time. Do they have anything up that you can see, like the best times for each room, or is there like a leaderboard or anything like that? There is in the butcher and toy store. Oh, is- okay. It's behind the desk of the games master. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, I don't think there is in the other room. So for where the dentist and uh, Sweeney Todd is based, mm-hmm. it's it's a very very unusual building. Right. So it's uh, it's in the middle of Oxford Circus. So it's a prime location. Yeah. But you have to go into a Londis. That's <laughs> okay. a sweet shop, is it not? No, it's a Londis. And then up the stairs in the Londist, up past... The massage parlour. A massage parlour. <laughs> up past That's a the tourist. tattoo studio. <laughs> and then at the very top, there's the dentist's office. Right. And then on the same level as the massage parlour is Sweeney Todd. That, that is a bizarre one, isn't it? It's very bizarre. Yeah. 
Um, so accessibility may be a bit of an issue with that one. Yeah, oh, might make walk. But, yeah. So, did, did at any point you feel like this can't be the way? This isn't the way. We're going the wrong way. Me and Hannah would have argued before we got into the room. We're like, this isn't the way. It's not part of the game. Well, the only reason I realised where it was was because I could see there was a window on the top of the building that had the no yeah. logo. Oh, right. Okay. So it's it's literally hidden unless you really look out for it. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's also like pretty much right next to the station. So it's yeah. really well located. Mm. Perfect. Okay, just hidden away in the top of a <laughs> Yeah, as you do. So we need Todd up in a Londis. Um, uh, and this yeah. one, uh, just checking out their website now, it says the difficulty is three. This one's a smaller one. It's for only two to four players. Um, yeah. yeah. Fear Factor is yeah, one, so it's not too scary. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not scary at all. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not scary in the slightest. I mean, I don't... Oh, you wouldn't take your child to it? I, I would. Well, that's why we don't have children. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was because of contraception, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, there was no actors, there was no jump scares. It was a little gory themed at times, yeah. But it was mainly the story, because essentially the story is—it's not a spoiler on the website—that that you're basically going to Sweeney Todd's to figure out why the pie business has gone up to your competitor. Right, I see. Okay, so. It's so it's within the Sweeney Todd mythology, mm-hmm. but it's not. There's nothing. I mean, it, it gets. There's a few body parts, sort of thing. But yeah, it's not. It's cool, but it's not scary. I mean, I you know I. Yeah, it's not scary. It's just really cool thing. Yeah, it's very very good thing. Very Sweet. good thing. But yeah, it's not in the slightest bit scary. So all, all these sound pretty well themed, then, and they're all quite different as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's quite a wide range. I'm, I really hope they do some more as it goes. I um I actually I really enjoyed the, the the Sweeney Todd one genuinely because there was just it just felt a bit different. There was a couple of puzzles in there that was different, mm. okay. like that we hadn't done before. You know that there are so many putting codes in and doing logs, but this one there was there was one unusual puzzle. Yeah, I do. I yeah, I, I really do like the practical puzzles rather than yeah. the. But it's mm. the same with the toy room. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's what I think like the Torah is that I appreciate finding codes and putting in locks. And, but the thing is, locks are bugger. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes I don't, I, that's, that's, that's the thing. It's the more locky based ones. It's like, or briefcases are always a bugger. Because if, if you put the right code in, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't open. Yeah. And you're like, well, what? I've done it wrong. And they go, oh, it's this code. Well, that, I know, I put that in. It's just a thing doesn't work yeah um, i've had a few locks that haven't opened before like padlocks even though i've put the right code in it's just a bit of a a bit stiff and a bit of a bugger to open so you think you've got it wrong yeah whereas this sort of thing like you know just say there's a i don't know put the zodiac signs in order and there's a jug of water this doesn't happen but i'm just making something <laughs> there's a jug of water there's a crab somewhere and there's a goat somewhere you meant a you know what I mean, and then you put, and then maybe the person in the camera sort of presses something because you've got it right. Mm-hmm. But it's the more they're more interesting than trying to find numbers. Yeah, I get what you mean. And there's a there's a and that's again the haunted toy store. There's more of that sort of stuff. Yeah, and in the Sweeney Todd room, there was that sort of stuff as well. That's why that's why. But I haven't said there's a lot of that in the the dentist. I really did enjoy the dentist. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Sweet. It's cool to uh, to have a company to uh, who's able to offer uh, be it over three different locations, like, but um, uh, or multiple, even more now. Um, that they are able to to give a wide range and varying product, really. I guess then, like, they're all escape rooms, but they they all have their own own like individual elements, and also different games are slightly different styles as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the best ones do that, I and mean, so mm. actually, you know like horror escapes is one we've banged on about a lot before is like the difference between the alice room and the um cabin room yeah is that they all did very different flavor to it and that's why i like that so much and no escapes kind of doing the same thing where they've got you know it's just different flavors it's yeah. just, you don't always want the same thing I, I think you can almost go through like to me i can go through my friend group and go actually with no escape uh you could do that room i know you'd really like that room but this friend would really like that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it really does. It's, uh, yeah, they definitely catered to a wide market. Definitely. And there is, I think there is a room for everyone. Yeah. That's cool. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to heading down and checking some out as well. Uh, especially, you know, I, I want to, Sweeney Todd's, you know, cool theme, the dentist. I'm terrified of the dentist anyway. Literally terrified. <laughs> so I, I hate the dentist. Um, Haunted Toy Store sounded, I, I it's, by all your reviews and, and and your thoughts on them, I think that I'm gonna like the haunted toy store most probably just just for the theme. Yeah, yeah, the theme yeah. If I if I would because just two to people, I would say haunted toy store and then dentist. Good shout, good shout. Would you be the same, Jess, or would you say anything different? I would. Say, uh, it depends on the person. If they're new to them, I would say the first one you should try is the Sweeney Todd one. Oh, okay. Because it, 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 for me, it was easier. Right. Um, I don't know what the was. Did you say the difficulty is free on that room? Yeah, three on um, yeah. on that one. I would say Sweeney Todd's a starter maze. I say if someone really wants a challenge, then yeah, go for the dentist. Hmm. If you know someone wants to to scare themselves, then do the butcher. It's. I, I yeah, I think it's nice I mix. Don't know, I don't know what my number one is though. I can't decide. I think it's going to be a haunted choice or number one. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the dentist number two because it's just like going to work. And <laughs> but it was no because once once a story unravels, there's so many more little bits to it that yeah. really. I mean, it's just I wasn't expecting it. I hate saying stuff like that because as soon as you say I wasn't expecting it, then people start expecting stuff, so you kind of yeah. spoil it. But yeah, yeah, point, but you know. I won't say what, but it's the story does unravel a little bit, Actually, which I wasn't looking for. I would say my second is the killer. Really? Okay. Yeah. Dumb, that was, oh, I, mean, I haven't said that. It was so long ago, but yeah, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a lot. And also, the thing is, I think the killer may have been one of our, may have been such a good experience because we'd never been to an escape room, so we didn't know what the hell to expect. Of course. Now, there's certain things you kind of expect to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, if you went to an escape room and there wasn't a secret door, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Whereas if you go to, if you know nothing about escape rooms, if a secret opens, you're like, "Oh my god, a secret <laughs> door!" Yeah, there's another <laughs> room. Yeah, that blows your mind. There's a somebody else. There's somebody else. <laughs> so That's yeah, true. I think I think that was that was a very good experience because of that because we didn't know anything about them. Yeah. Everything. And because we literally, um, escape rooms always went up, no, I don't need locked in a room, how boring is that? So we'd never even looked into yeah, them. We really hadn't, so, we, were, yeah. we were really salty about escape yeah. rooms. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. And people would say, oh, they're great. Like, 
rubbish. Me, me and Hannah um, were, were sort of similar as well. Like we were like because we'd done. I think I'd done one or two before with some works at Friends. And don't get me wrong, I enjoyed them and whatnot. But we did, myself and Hannah did like a book slash web stage escape room thing together for the first time. And we we enjoyed it, but we got so angry with each other and we got so stuck. And all it did was make me feel really thick. So <laughs> I was a little bit salty as well. I was like, escape room, but... I'd rather just go in there, get scared, and come back out again. I don't want to figure out how to get out. But um, the will, more you do, I the will. more you... I've actually enjoyed them now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... We're converted. Oh, no, please, I, the fact we won the first escape room probably made a big impact on us doing more. Yeah, yeah, good point. Because if we'd have failed at first time, we'd probably gone out of shit. You would feel a bit stupid. I disagree. Now I'm thinking back to it, because it's been well over a year, and it was so long ago and thinking back to it and what we had to do and i was genuinely quite frightened in there mm. and then going into one of the, the hidden rooms was quite freaky there you go i don't know i would have enjoyed that regardless because it felt like a i felt like i was in an episode of csi yeah i was gonna say does it because it was more your theme like you know killer it's still you know a little bit hauntesque isn't it so yeah it's sort of up your street so it was a it was a nice little stepping stone to the world of escape rooms yeah but i mean i still think winning made a big difference because yeah. it's because it, we are a team of winners Daniel. because <laughs> I mean, the fact is like I, we've done we've done 13 escape rooms now wow. there you go there we go um, and we've not made out two so if I fail a few now I don't feel like such a dumbass yeah because you've done we, quite well so we, far if we tried to cut, if we'd failed the first one failed the second one probably going to be obviously crap at this and not bothered yeah. yeah good point yeah it does help if you win it's it's not the taking part kids the winning Exactly. <laughs> Money exactly. Well, on that bombshell, what a perfect conclusion. Uh, make sure you win. Uh, and if you're good at winning escape rooms, come join us in them. Um, so, guys, if you want to check out any of these escape rooms, there's plenty now by the No Escape London team. Just head over to their website. It's noescapelondon.co.uk. Um, and yeah, they've got loads. So you've got the dentist, the demon barber, the butcher, the darkest hour, prison breakout, haunted toy store and the killer do all of them guys see how well you uh, get out your ti- get out of the rooms and if you feel like you've done pretty well let us know here at scare track and uk haunters let us know if you beat dan and jess sweet so there you go guys there you have uh, four uh, sort of spoiler free reviews of uh, four more escape rooms by the no escape team in london uh, a team growing quickly as well lots of rooms now in london so i'm looking forward to seeing uh, just where they expand next and what rooms they come up with next um, and what what could be next for them um over the next few months as well so before we end this episode guys i just want to mention a quick one as well about halloween although it's uh, still summer it is only around the corner now uh, ourselves and dan and jess from uk haunters are trying to plan uh, a cool few events together uh we're definitely going to be checking out tullish oktoberfest and that's an event you you've been to before isn't it it's uh it's so cool been a fair few times. Yeah, it's 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 one of the best. I reckon it's one of the best in the UK. It's just a beast. It is. It is, and yeah, the, the production value is pretty awesome. Big time, definitely, definitely. I mean, I can still remember. I mean, I think one of the best visuals I've had from the maze was I went for one called Chop Shop. Yes, and it was an outside bit, and there was a oh, guy. There was a guy attacking with a chainsaw in the rain with a strobe light, and it just looked awesome. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. 
It was just, I was like, oh, they, they, that bit will forever. The raining strobe is cool. Bouncing off a chainsaw is coming at you. It's just, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, Absolutely amazing. Nice. I, I love Trollis. It does. It just has just so many of those sort of moments, and it, there's just something happening everywhere. It's just there's so many Roman characters. I mean, ten, uh, uh, you know, ten mazes, ten horns. That's a lot, you know. So, yeah, mega excited to get there. We're going to be going. Uh, fingers crossed on the first of October uh, to Trollis Oktoberfest. But then throughout the month, we're going to be going to loads of different places as well. Uh, and uh, fingers crossed with Dan and Jess we're going to be taking them to uh, a very different style of places we've got uh, Spooky World which is like a very old school style of attraction uh, just a a solid haunted house style event uh, with some quality actors but then we're going to be going to Extreme Screen Park which is uh, all about their huge giant mazes like their attractions last a long long time you really get your get your money's worth in them so we're looking forward to taking you guys there as well Thirdly, we've got a completely different place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. You're in those rooms for a long time, Jess. Definitely. Um, and then next up, we've got Doctor Frights, which is, I think, like nothing else in the UK. If anyone's been before, um, it's like uh, it's sort of like a festival vibe with hard rock music blaring, and it's it's really cool. Really love Doctor Frights. Very much missed them last year. Also missed Farmageddon, which is another event that we're going to be teaming up with UK Haunters for um, up in Liverpool, which is probably. The, um, an event that reminds me more of American style haunts. So I'm intrigued to see what you guys think of uh, that place as well. But it's going to be fun, isn't it? It's uh, it's exciting. It's not too far away. Now. Really looking forward to it. Really looking yeah, forward to it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. A nice number of events, and of course, we're going to be checking out uh, Thought Park Fright Nights, Horton Towers uh, Scarefest. We've got Screamfest booked in as well. So here at Scare Track, we're going to bring you as much as we can. Uh, any events me and Hannah can't get to if they're down south, Dan and Chester will hopefully be checking those out for us to bring some on uh, on location audio and some uh, scare cam takeovers as well and if they're up north and Hannah and I can't get to them we've got Polly up there to check out some events as well so fingers crossed 2021 all things uh, going well and touching wood we are going to have the biggest Halloween ever hell yeah yeah very I exciting. do love the way you say up north because to us you're up north, oh no you know? I'm a, which means you can't go up north you live there I'm, I'm full on Midlands <laughs> I am I know it's just such, it's such a London attitude. It is London North, <laughs> you Southerners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're three hours north of uh, you, and I think Polly's two and a bit hours north of me. Um, so we've got a nice we've got a nice selection. We could cover lots this year, definitely, and uh, and get as much scares in as possible. Of course, there'll be podcasts here and scare cams on YouTube, and you can get everything on our website, scaretrack.co.uk. Of course, be sure to uh, support UK Haunters as well. They are on Instagram and Facebook. I'll put the links in the show notes below. And I think that brings us to the perfect end, guys. Uh, Dan and Jess from UK Haunters, thank you once again for coming on to ScareTrack. Pleasure as always, man. Definitely. And we'll see you soon for some Halloween scares. Hell yeah. Cheers, guys. Unlocked Vision, proud sponsors of the ScareTrack podcast. UVE are a multi-award winning themed attraction and design company, providing bespoke themed attractions, theming, events and experiences. Contact UVE today by visiting unlockedvision.com. Now, let's return back to the show. And remember, let's get scared. 
So there we go, folks. First of all, a huge thank you to Dan and Jess, our amazing guest hosts from UK Haunters, for coming on to the Scare Trap podcast once again. They are absolutely killing it uh, with the escape rooms, the horror-themed escape rooms as well. Um, but they've done—I think they've done them all with no escape. Now you've uh, got four on this episode. We've done a few other episodes on them as well. Got the dentist, the demon barber, the butcher, the darkest hour, prison breakout, haunted toy store, and the first ever one they did was the killer. So they've. Um, um, they've done most of it, done all of them and, and completed most of them as well so having a great time with No Escape London looking forward to seeing what's next for that company uh, down there as well and uh, what's next for us well it's Halloween round the corner I did mention it in the uh, interview with Dan and Jess we are planning our Halloween now we've got a few uh, dates locked in um, but if there's anywhere that we don't go that you really do think we should be going uh, let us know uh, tag us uh, send us an email send us anything on social media we are on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. Just search for ScareTrack. Our email direct is ScareTrack at gmail.com. And of course, you can get everything ScareTrack related over on our website, ScareTrack.co.uk, including our brand new merch store, um, our merchandise. People who had a whole new fantastic rebrand. Uh, they're called Flesh and Metal. You can check them out on Instagram as well. It's uh, at Flesh dot n dot metal uh, and of course we'll put the link in the show notes below uh, but yeah we uh we try and get to as many places as we can obviously there's only so many of us there's only so many dates in halloween uh in october and of course some events only run for a few nights or maybe only a week or two weeks so we try and get to a good varying different uh different amount of places along with our usual yearly favorites and of course we try and get to events all year round too but if there's anywhere that we're missing that we really should be checking out give us a shout folks so there we go that brings us to the end of this episode a huge thank you for listening and let's get scared. Yeah.